Mike, Jim, Jay, what's up, fellas? How's it going? All right. Well, welcome to another live nudes episode, or live episode of Gears and Beers, everybody. Uh, I'm your professional host, the owner of Ballistic Imagery. Thank you, Toad. Did you hold on? Did you oh, say? Did you say live news or live nudes? Because I could have swore you said live nudes. I totally I really worried for a minute. I 100% live nudes. Well, I will not be stripping this episode. Wait until next week. Yeah, me either. If Johnson gets into the tequila and wine like he did a few episodes ago, he may be stripping. Oh, my God, yeah. A few episodes ago. That was like nine my, months ago. Yeah. 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 Might, Chris might stop by. Yeah, Who? Oh, Yoda's. Yeah, it's been a while since we've seen that crazy bastard. What are yeah, you guys? I'm, uh, trying to, I'm trying to fend him off. Yeah. What are you guys yeah. drinking tonight? Miles says he got really excited. <laughs> I am just sitting oh. on the old traditional Bud Latte. God damn it! I had a big old long spiel you know, going. Got... You guys just had to interrupt me. Now it's ruined. Nope. Well. Way to We're go, guys! You, you got you got uh, a warning. I, I got some. Oh god! Oh, warn you not to interrupt four me. Shots <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, yeah. Toad. Oh, I don't know. Sam was asking what we were drinking. I got about. I, I got a vodka sour going. So. Um. Yes, everyone. Yeah. I did say nudes. I thought that would be hilarious. So I said nudes. <laughs> well, I, I'm down with that. You know, give me. Boss, I'm did you mention nudes? <laughs> <laughs> I am drinking whiskey, so you know we'll see where the night goes. Well, you know. Oh boy. Could get round. I'll be logging up before then. Okay. Well, anyways, Pete I'll says, try to I'm do still this. Driving. I'm just drinking Bushlight. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to do this introduction uh, once again. I am your uh, very professional host, uh, the owner of Ballistic Imagery, providing you with all of your Second Amendment-based photography and videography, or really anything that you want, pretty much. Uh, with me tonight is my brother, Sam, the owner of Shyworks. He is also a sponsor of tonight's show, and he is Iowa's preferred Cerakote applicator, and also with us our buddies johnson and toad who are not sponsors of this show <laughs> <laughs> no no we just put up the box of shit <laughs> i just realized no one can see me because <laughs> it's uh it doesn't switch over for me when i'm talking it just switches over when you guys are talking oh neat so I, I can i can see you just fine but yeah i, I realize that now that's You're usually the, on like one half of it. What happened to that? Well, I thought I was trying to get. God damn it! I'll fuck it all up if I change anything now. I was hoping <laughs> that it wouldn't change anything, but yeah. yeah. Not so much. Well, hey, you can't win them all. You can't win them all. <laughs> That's all right. What are you gonna do? And I have this big old fancy. And fuck! I might as well turn off all my lights. Okay. Well, I guess. Uh, Oh, so, uh, you're not blinded. What? So, Box may actually be getting nude tonight if nobody can see him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I never broadcast with pants on, so. <laughs> I, hey, look, I look all professional, you know, belly button to shoulders, but hey. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, that's, belly uh, button, nope. that's what everybody's doing nowadays, isn't it? Working from home, so they're like, screw oh, it. Yeah. Anyways, for our, to start off our gear chat tonight, I found or heard about this thing. They actually announced it in, at the 2019 uh, SHOT Show, I think, but they've been moving pretty slow with development of it. It's a company called Fire Control Unit. I think Mike, Mike Tharp actually talked or mentioned this in our last episode, or one of the models that they offer anyways. They're offering... Well, they have... What it is is it's modular... Boy, really fucking this all up here. It, t it uses the fire control unit from the from the Sig P320, and they have three different models of it: the XO1, the XO2, and the XO3. The XO1 is just a, I'm not really sure what that is, but the XO2 it's your like your PDW, kind of like your macaroni 
or your micro-roni, you know? But the XO3, what they're coming out with, is it's it uses the fire, fire control unit from the SIG P320, but it fits in to an AR, an AR-style gun. Or so set up like, rather. Is that like their own like separate lower, like a non serialized yeah. lower basically? Yep, yep. That's it's a it's a side charger. It has the bolt carrier is a little bit different. It uses a gas key and a bolt from an AR, you know, but the striker yeah. is obviously from the P three twenty. Yeah. And it accepts any AR barrel in the nut, so you can use any handguard that you want. And it ships I believe they're gonna start shipping it in five five six. But they're going to make it available in 300 blackout and then 9mm. And the 9mm, you'll be able to use your SIG mags in it. Oh, that'll be cool. Yeah, it's pretty neat. I actually, I don't know why I didn't throw up a picture of it like I had. I, so it should be showing up. It, it looks just like a typical AR, kind of. I mean, you'll notice the back end of the AR is a, or the back end of the receivers are a little bit fatter. And there's no takedown pin at the rear there. So the the receivers they're definitely proprietary, but it looks oh, yeah. like your typical AR. Um, I'm super confused. I read this. I read about this today, but I di- it didn't click what the hell it was. I still don't know what it is. Is it just like a a, a lower basically? No, it's the what you see is what you get besides so, the fire yeah. control unit. So basically, you, t- you, you, you take the P320, yeah. and now you purchase oh. it, and it's everything except the trigger as- fire control group, trigger assembly, basically, from the 320. Because the fire control group is what's serialized in the P320s. Right. Yeah. Cool. So you I can have you. this whole thing shipped to your door. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, I, I hear you. That's pretty. That's kind of a cool idea, I guess. It's It's definitely one of a kind. Right. Well, it's, and that's it's just like a, a really big like a really big step as far as that whole modular fire control group thing from SIG goes. You know, like they obviously they've been doing kind of the they've been doing kind of the different grips and different frames and things like that, and being able to put like you know the X five Legion frame and then getting like a your standard three twenty carry slide, and people have been doing like the you know, like the flush, flush mount muzzle, uh, muzzle burner compensators or whatever. And so right. there's been a lot of swap, like swapping parts and switching out frames and slides and shit. But to have like a whole AR chassis, basically, for lack of a better term, but an AR chassis to accept that fire control group is pretty cool. I think there's probably going to be a lot more stuff like this coming out in the next five to ten years. Some really neat stuff oh yeah because there's just in the last two years there's been some huge changes well and even like cz started doing uh or no was it cz or was it iwi that started doing the modular like serializing the fire control group and who the hell was that is your uh man liquor like that Oh yeah, that, yeah. They <laughs> they they had that patented back in like two thousand and one, but they They're never really do anything with it. Did much with it? No. I'll tell you what. I'm a huge fan of these systems just because they're the so simple to take apart. Like when I when I uh, disassemble a gun for Cerakote, it's usually like two or three pins at the most. Pop it out, done. You're ready to rock and roll. Um, so that's why I'm a huge fan of them, but I could see uh, why uh, customers are too. That's kind of a, it's, I think it's kind of a cool deal. Yeah. Um, Miles says, I wonder if you could reverse engineer another fire control group in there from another part and make a spooky ghost gun. <laughs> you know, I'm you've sure... got a 3D printer, Miles. Right. And I'm sure there's like, I don't know, ways to, I don't know, you know, like there's got to be easy ways to make non-serialized, you know, getting aftermarket parts for, you know, like trigger shoes and disconnectors and things like that for the P320. Yeah. You know, if, you, if you could piece one together and just kind of build your own, because isn't there's 80% P320 fire control groups too. What? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah there is. Those have been around for years. 
Say what? Yeah, so there's 80%, like a, basically like a polymer 80 for the P320 fire control group. It's But it's the stamp, it's like the stamp steel part. And you got, you got to drill some holes and file some shit. And I did your, not know that. Yeah, yeah. So you can, you can basically build a full P320 80% the same way you can a Glock. Yeah, those have been around for probably, I want to say just as long as the P80 Glocks have been around, pretty probably, much. yeah. If not, maybe longer. You know, I, I guess I don't know. I couldn't, I couldn't say when they came on the market, but yeah, those have been a thing for quite a while. Um, yeah, I'm basically just, as long as the P320 has been available, they've been making 80% for it. Yep, yep. I'm just not a SIG guy, so I never got into it, I guess. But yeah. I know there are a lot of a lot of guys that are into that sort of thing. Well, and there's just, I mean, overall, there's like a, just a ton of aftermarket support for that platform, for the P320. Oh, it's, it's huge. It's huge. 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 The biggest you've ever seen. It's, it's, it's incredible. Huge. Yeah. But I just like, are you guys fans of the uh, of the three box? Are you a fan of your three twenty? I'm not really. I mean, I don't hate it. I like it more once I do more stuff to it. But no, I don't. I'm not a huge fan it's of just, it. Just, I just don't like the way the three twenties feel. They're just like the 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 frame that they come with, the original frame. And I realize that can be upgraded to a better frame for like fifty bucks. But it just feels like you're holding. Like something Rick. like this. It's just like it's fat and it's I don't I just I just don't like it. It's just I never you know, and to each their own. You know, obviously I'm not saying they're bad guns or anything. I'm just not right. One, everybody holds you know, everybody's gonna hold a pistol a little different and everybody's gonna like a little different grip or a little different, you know, texture or stippling or whatever, but you know, there's Oh, it's it's. I think it's so much different from a Glock frame. Is why a lot. I don't know. I guess like a lot of Glock guys don't like them. Is because they're just they feel completely different than a Glock frame. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. I um, do. I do think a lot of people also don't like that that normal frame, the fat frame. I, yeah. I think I see more X frames than than anything now. Yeah, they're well, like the X carry or the X five Legion. I would say are probably the most popular frames um, for the three twenty. No, I don't know about the X five Legion. That's expensive. Well, so yeah, but isn't, I, I, don't I, they don't they make that? Like, what's that, Toad? Don't they make that X five Legion in a ten mil? Uh, they might. I don't um, know about that. I, I think I, I looked at one sure. of those. I know yeah. I handled one a while back. I could have sworn it was 10 mil. And I, I, that, that's a nice pistol. I really like that pistol. Yeah. I, I, just, I, I just, just got one in the shop today. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. And that is one of the few SIG pistols that I that I enjoy. Um, other than, I mean, the the 365 and the 365XL, you know, those are those are different. Um, for me, and I, I tend, I enjoy those. All right. But, I don't know how yeah. you like the 365s and and not the 320 though, because they're totally different. They just the way that they feel, the way I mean, everything is. Hmm. I wasn't. I'm not a huge 365 fan. Either. I don't like the 365s at all. You didn't like that one that we went up and did a review on? No. Really? No. I don't like the. the I don't like the triggers. He got, he got a free T-shirt out of it. I got two free t-shirts out of it. <laughs> and he wears them all the time. So, yeah, <laughs> no. That's the only reason I did that review. I don't know. I like, like, I like the fact that there's more and more subcompact pistols coming out. But, you know, like, obviously the Springfield Hellcat, the 365, the 365 SAS. SAS or whatever the hell they, you know, whatever they were calling the ship. Um, the one with uh, recessed sights, basically. Yeah, like I, I, I'm glad that we're coming out with all the subcompact shit. But the fact that a company is going into a whole new market and it's like, you know what, we're gonna take this cool ass trigger pack that we have serialized and we're gonna build a whole AR around it. You can buy the whole son of a bitch 
556 9mm, 300 blackout. You can buy the whole son of a bitch and have it shipped to your house. And you can literally take the trigger pack out of your pistol that you carry every day, drop it in this damn thing, and go have fun at the range. Like, that's awesome. I agree. That is pretty neat. I guess I, I didn't think of it that way. That is kind of cool. Um, like, is, you know, are they, the, can, they can keep going on the same market share that they have, but to, just to do something completely off the wall like that and something completely new is super cool. A box, is that a – did you say you use a propri proprietary upper? Second try. All right. Both of, <laughs> both of the receivers are proprietary, yeah. Okay. But, but, but I mean cool – that's the thing, though, is you buy it as a complete unit, so yeah. it doesn't really matter. Yeah. They say, I heard TGC say they were talking about it on a video earlier today, which is actually where I heard it. They said that this company claims that 90% of your AR parts will work on this thing, but I, I, don't, I don't know how that could that be if even the bolt carrier group is, is different. Yeah, I suppose. Well, I suppose if, if like, the... If maybe the safety selector, the fire control group, and the and the bolt carrier is different, I mean, I didn't see if a, a uh, I don't think there is a safety selector. No. No. Well, I don't know, like that, you know, because you think about it, like a buffer tube, castle nut, and plate, handguard, barrel nut, you know, all that stuff is going to be standard AR furniture. I don't, I don't know. I guess you'd have to look at the parts count to see how much of it is is standard, you know. Yeah. But I, I you know me, I'm all for innovation, so I think it's a fantastic idea. Probably won't be buying. <laughs> you got to have you got to come up with more reasons to like things than innovation, <laughs> man. Jesus Christ, yeah. form so some opinions. Me, well, for me, like I think it's cool like Sig Sig has this whole pistol line. They've got all these different frames you know they come out with this fire control group that's serialized so they have all these different frames that you can swap out and and slides and all this stuff and then they come you know they have a wide variety of rifles i mean as far as like the mcx Virtus, the rattler the you know they they already have a huge rifle and like ar pistol lineup so to come out with basically another ar but to like crossover on the two markets that's i mean genius on their part They're well it's not sig that's doing this right but i'm saying like having having that capability i mean i guess yeah it's not sig doing it but having somebody able to you know to have that forward thought of like hey sig makes the, all these rifles sig makes all these pistols but their but their pistols have the serialized you know trigger fire control group that's that's pretty cool to me to have that forward thought like so we already know that sig makes good rifles like the, their mcx line is supposed to be pretty top notch so to have something that can use you know sig components and has gonna have a decent name behind them that's pretty it's pretty cool so who's making it? I thought I was under the assumption that it was SIG as well. The company is called Fire Control Unit, but Radical Firearms, I believe, will be manufacturing it. Oh, oh, interesting. Fire Control, Fire Control what? Unit. Fire Control Unit. Oh, you're taking notes over there, huh? Well, yeah, <laughs> I'm, uh, yes. So when I go to put this in the podcast form, I know exactly what we talked about because every other time I had to go back through the entire podcast and find out what the hell we were talking about. It's kind of a pain in the butt. Mike says he's got. Mike says he's got the XO one. Yep, yep. That's the, yeah. He was. You mentioned that during the last podcast, and I looked into it. Which I'm not going to lie, Mike. <laughs> it's ugly as sin. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the PW deal, right? Yeah. Yep. Those so just have, aren't for me. Have you guys seen um, the, it's like a carbine. Um, it's the same general idea, except it takes the entire lower Glock frame and it just basically snaps it up in there. And then that works as, I mean, it's the same idea, um, but that, that works as your lower receiver essentially. And you're, and you know, that's what you, have you guys seen that? 
Are you talking the micro, the CIA micro Roni? No, that takes the entire gun. All right. This is a totally different, uh, totally different deal. I think we talked about this before. I don't recall talking about it with you guys, but we may have, you know, my memory. Um, But yeah, that's all it is. You take the lower, the frame part of it and just clicks it in there and that's all it uses. And it's kind of fugly, but I mean, that's pretty sweet too. Yeah. Mike says the flux defense. The flux defense thing, like that's just like the quick deploy brace. Right. All right. I don't know. I've seen I've seen a lot of, you know, I guess a lot of like reviews and videos and shit on that flux defense thing. I have like well, and they have a new one for don't they have a new one for the M seventeen as well? Really, like a deployable brace or something like that, or maybe that's their chassis name for the Glock one that they have because they have like just the deployable brace as well as a full chassis that the Glock fits in, but. I have a hard time like figuring out what the hell you would like. What would be a practical use for that? Like, I don't, I don't know. We've had this argument before, and we went back and forth for like half an hour about it. Did we? Yeah, yeah. we decided Sam's in the wrong. <laughs> I mean, that's usually <laughs> your two. Wrong, just that's up. usually your two uh, <laughs> bastards. That's awesome. <laughs> That sounds right. That sounds like the conclusion we would have come to. Yeah. 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 Pretty much. <laughs> Bastards. I don't fully recall the conversation, but I believe that we had it now. Yeah, I agree that we can't talk, and then you know, half time he's wrong anyway. So. Yeah. Memory of goldfish. Memory of goldfish. That's right. Toad, you sound like you're underwater. I think he's becoming a cyborg. To be honest, he must be. <laughs> <laughs> possible yeah becoming a cyborg. we need to get toad a better setup for this we do I think every we weekend <laughs> he, str- he struggles mightily yeah. <laughs> yes it's yeah, awful it sounds like you're like standing on top of a lead mine to be honest <laughs> johnson what do you got there is that a topic Ow, you want to talk about Oh, not really. I just kind of wanted to play with it, to be honest. But we can talk about it a little bit. Just a new 10.5-inch AR pistol that I put together. Um, I'm a, I'm, it's I'm terrible, a Toad. It so far. Um, I'll show you this side because, you know, God forbid, <laughs> I, God, forbid, God forbid I show you this side that has this flaming horse of poor people on the side of it. But... <laughs> You know, this side this side says Geisley Automatics, so that side should impress some people, you know, that aren't for the pores, I guess. You're gonna give people a fucking aneurysm. You got you got Anderson and Geisley on the same freaking guy. I know, isn't that crazy? An Anderson lower and a Geisley rail? Oh my god, what debauchery <laughs> is this? That's like the four then, is that how that works? Yeah, yeah. It was like, ooh, my tax refund ran out. Need a lower, get an Anderson. <laughs> And now I had, uh, I just had, I had the hankering for a 10 and a half inch AR pistol and, uh, yeah, I just decided to throw one together. So, uh, if you want to go Grantham style, just like the Navy likes, we can go tip to butt. Um, <laughs> I got, uh, uh, Surefire, <laughs> Surefire Workout for a muzzle device. Um, eventually want to run a, Surefire RC2 suppressor on this thing. Um, uh, Geisley uh, Mark 8 rail, um, 9.5 inch Mark 8 rail. Um, standard mil spec shit as far as upper and bull carrier group goes. Um, I got a, I got a rise. Oh, son of a bitch. Uh, <sighs> there, I fixed it. All right. Um, I got a Rise Armament, like, RA-140, their new, like, Rage trigger. No, I don't have a trigger guard yet. I'm an idiot. Forgot to order that. Um, SBA-3 brace and optics. I went for a Holosun HS-510C and their HM-3X uh, flip-the-side magnifier. So, yeah. That's pretty like, neat. Threw together. I like it. Um so far, it's been it's been really fun. I, I don't have a lot of rounds through. I think I've shot probably 
oh, maybe a hundred rounds through it, but it's louder. It's louder than all hell. Well, it's ten and a half inch barrel. Yeah, have to expect that. Hey Toad, um, are you on your your phone or computer? Computer. I sound better now. Whatever no. it is, you should throw it away. <laughs> try just 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 try disconnecting and coming back in. Maybe that'll help. Or completely have, you, have, have you turned it off <laughs> and turned it back on? <laughs> That's God. Every week, everything. turn it off and turn it back on. That's usually the tried and true IT method. That's the first thing they do when you call IT too. Every every I time. Have you unplugged it? Have no, I didn't think of that. Yet. Yeah, freaking power cycle. Piece <laughs> of shit. <laughs> And they, the thing that really pisses me off is most times they don't believe you. So they're like, oh, okay, well, let's do it anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I called you to waste five sure minutes of my time, you wanker. Cycle one more time. Well, <laughs> in their defense, they probably do talk to an awful lot of complete morons. No. Oh, that 100%. is true. That He's, is true. Oh. He says, "He says, box. You'll have to send him an invite again." <laughs> Good lord, man! <laughs> um, while you're doing that, I've been I've been having fun with my 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 laser. I made me a coin the other day. Um, and I was it. thinking I was thinking about doing something like life short, live free box or some shit like that. So when we start um, when we start sending shirts out and stuff, we'll make some of these coins and just. Throw them in the random packages. Uh, maybe, maybe get some, uh, give some people some free bucks. I don't know. But what about, how about now? That is Yay! better. <laughs> you don't sound like a cyborg. Way to go, Toad. Good. Good. <laughs> yeah, just 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 call me Techie Sam. <sighs> yeah, time, buddy. The dog wanted to again. say hi to everybody too. I guess. Yeah. Hey, dog. Hey, <laughs> so what do you want to move on to, Box? Uh, well, we can talk about your Glock 48 and 43X stuff. Yeah, um, so um, several months ago, I went to buy... Well, actually, right when the Rona started, um, I was getting into... Well, I was going to buy me a, a 43X frame, um, which is the same frame that goes on a Glock 48. I mean, they're the same. The only difference between a Glock 43 and a Glock, or a Glock 43X and a Glock 48 is the length. A slide on the 48 is just a little bit longer. They use the same frame. Not um, the girth. Right, right. The girth, the girth is the same. Okay. You know, the girth, the girth is all. It's all the same. Um, but it ships with a a 10 round mag, which. To me, I mean, it's the same length as a 19. I mean, this is basically the same size as a Glock 19, but it ships with a 10-round mag. But it's it's like a tenth or like an eighth of an inch or three-sixteenths of an inch narrower, isn't it? It is slightly skinnier, yes. But, I mean, is there any point, like, and I can see the point if you're in a, a commie state and, you know, you're going to carry a 10-round mag anyways, but a fellow like me, I mean, why would I carry this when I can carry a 19 and it's only barely wider? I mean, there's no it's freaking point. Slimmer. It's slimmer. In case you want to wear your yoga pants, it won't print as much. I don't think that matters. <laughs> um, he needs the extra rounds, Johnson. He can't hit anything. Mm. Yeah, right. Well. <laughs> um, so... Anyways, back to my story. I went to, I was going to buy that. I have a 43 and I was going to buy a 43X frame at the beginning of this coronavirus. That shit all started. And then um, the frames disappeared. Usually on Gunbroker, you can buy them for 200 bucks. 100X, I was finding them for 130, complete low, uh, complete frames. Um, those dried up. Well, I noticed the other day they're back slightly more because prices are increased. Um, but they come with, they don't come with, but you can buy a Shield Arms 15-round mag. And I know I've talked about these before, but I'm just getting into them again and, and uh, buying them. So now you have this, this gun here, the same size as a 19 this way, thinner this way, and it's got the exact same capacity as a Glock 19. I think that is freaking cool as hell. Um just because, I mean, basically, 
it's going to render my it's going to render my Glock 19 pointless. Um, other than a home defense scenario, because I'm going to put a red dot on it. So now I'm going to have a much smaller package that I can carry. <laughs> I don't know how it could get any smaller. <laughs> uh, I just went ahead and laughed at myself there because I knew you, uh, you sons of bitches were. You knew where we were all headed. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we were talking a little bit, Johnson. We were talking about the Hellcat and the 365, and that yeah. that way that the people are going towards the subcompacts. Like the market. I mean, as far as carry guns. This shit's been the same for years and years and years. There wasn't any anything innovative about none of the shit people were putting out. You know, they were a little bit better guns, but now you got such smaller guns going with a such a with much bigger, bigger capacity. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited about this because it's it's finally something that's that's you guys know how much I love innovation. Well, we're finally freaking innovating in this area a little well, bit. I mean, you kind of get to a point though where there's really not much more you can do. You know, a frame so wide with a grip so long can only hold so many rounds. I don't care how thin you can have no magazine and just one by one pack the rounds up. You know, you can only have so much capacity with a grip so wide and so long. You know, Honor, yeah. are what they are. Absolutely agree. But why the hell did it take us so long to get to this point? It's 2020. We've been we've been freaking rocking the same shit since the 1911 was designed. Why the hell did it take so long to get to where we are now? Oh, yeah. 1911, they didn't need another pistol. The 1911 was the best that's ever been built. I mean, <laughs> except you don't. Hey, Toad, I mean, why don't you compete with the 1911? If you, if you don't want to have to actually shoot it. <laughs> so I need, to get, I need to get that 28 round snail drum mag for it. Yeah, you, you really need to stop bragging about them if you're not going to be using I mean, them, man. And, and realistically. You think you put a 28-round stale drum mag on the bottom of a 1911 and think we're not going to give you shit for the 23 times it jams? <laughs> like, you got to you know, Mine never jams. You never I, I shoot might, it. I now shoot it. That's a bold statement there, Cotton. My, my Taurus 1911 jammed like a bitch. Yeah. But my Springfield, I don't... I put probably 1,000 rounds through. I don't know if it's ever had... Stovepipe. Yeah. yeah, but you've never put a drum bag on it either. <laughs> Those thousand rounds have been my hand loads, so they're all pretty well hot. Yeah, it's it's not going to have a hard time getting the full cycle with those. No. So anyway, I'm going back. I'm getting one of these frames for my 43 um, because, I mean, I use a, a mag extension anyway, which only gives me 10, 9 rounds, and yeah. it's as big as this. So... Yeah. You know, once I run this magazine through the paces and I know that it's going to perform and I'm not worried about carrying it, I'm rocking that. And I will be putting a uh, Hollis and red dot on it and rocking that. And, um, yeah, that's going to be my new carry gun. So I'm, I'm extremely, extremely stoked about it, man. You can carry, I'll have 15 rounds in what I got in the same size package. I got nine in now. I mean, that's, that's fucking cool to me. I, yeah. I'm digging on it hard. It kind of sucks that, like, it took it took basically stick building the 365 and doing the kind of one and a half stacks to even have anybody think about. Well, like, well, what if we didn't make the walls of the magazine so thick and they can just kind of stack in there how they want it? You know, like it's just right. How long? And do you think do you think Glock is ever going to come out with with their fact a factory option like that? I don't know that. I don't think Glock will ever come out with a factory steel mag. I don't think so either. I don't don't think so either. Just because I think, I think they're just too proud. They not. (laughs) I don't mean it like that, but I mean they they rock polymer mags, and that's what their mags are. Yeah, and that's what they're known for. They kind of they kind of think. Well, if you want fifteen rounds, we offer Glock nineteen. So buy that. You I know? agree. <laughs> like, I agree, but you know how much, and they're, and they're not hurting in their market share. It's not like, oh, we got to come out with one of these pistols that's this size that holds fifteen rounds. It's like we have the number one concealed carry gun, probably for you know, like numbers purchased. I would say the Glock nineteen is probably up there for. Hey guys, I froze. I agree. I agree. Yeah, yeah you did. 
I'm gonna exit well, out of the whole program. <laughs> well, I'm gonna exit. I'm gonna exit out of the whole program, and then uh, box. I'll text you to send me a new one. God. Okay. Uh, Jesus. Actually, it's not even letting me exit out of the program. <laughs> Fuck. Well, that's fine. <sighs> I'll just stay here and talk to you guys it's like this. Yeah. Well, all right then. Well, as long as we can hear you anyway, so no big deal. Yeah. But so, I don't Fox, know. What's your whole take on, uh, would you ever consider, uh, I mean, you got 15 rounds in a bigger, in a bigger, uh, package. Would you ever consider, <laughs> would you ever con- just on it on live on the internet <laughs> say that your brother has a bigger package? Cause like that, the way that I worded it made it clear that I wasn't talking about his unit. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> would you ever consider uh switching box or do you hate Glock? Switching to a Glock? Yeah. No, I wouldn't switch to a Glock. Yeah. I don't right. I don't like them at all. I don't like the way they feel. I don't like the grip angle. I don't like nothing. They have decent triggers and that's about it. Yeah. All right. Fair enough, I suppose. Fair enough. I would I will say that I think yeah, out of like as far as what I, at least as far as what I own, which isn't a lot as far as pistols go, but I would say that like a factory Glock trigger is probably my favorite. Out of factory triggers? Yeah. From like, as far as like a Springfield, Springfield, Smith and Wesson and Glock, I would say Glock is definitely my favorite factory trigger. Um... Yeah, I mean, I, I don't have any issue with their factory triggers. I, I don't mind them. They're all right. I don't know. What was... uh? I don't know. Jesse's L9A2. Eh, pretty good factory trigger on it. Oh, my Steyr? Yeah. yeah, yeah I was confused because you called me Jesse. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I'm the only one on this whole podcast that w- that anybody calls by their first name. You got just... Fox, Johnson, and Toad. Yeah, you're just God, not. not ex- I'm just left. I'm just left out. Not special like, enough. Should we come up with a nickname for for Sam? Douchebag. Dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> what do our viewers yeah. think? What is? What do you think Sam should be named? This could be wow. fun. I this just could be fun. Everybody jump in. <laughs> you guys are real assholes, you know that? Hey, you shouldn't have said anything, bud. You're right. You definitely shouldn't have said anything. Well, um, let's see if... Box Toad said send him another invoice, or another invite. I, another invoice. I did. Okay. See that, Box? See how seamless that was? Switch to my iPad. That uh, was That was seamless. Impressive. Impressive. It's almost like you work on technology for a living. I know. It's crazy. I got to say, I underestimated you. What if I turn you this way? Is that better? Does that work better for the live box? If I turn you I mean, it fills more of the screen, but. It looks terrible, however. That's because you're outside in the dark. (laughs) So, yeah, (laughs) that's okay. Well, Johnson, what did you want to talk about tonight? Let's move that indoors. <laughs> what am I what? I said what do, what do you got to talk about tonight? Range belts. Um like competition style, you know, your typical uh tactical war belt. Um and just kind of hear what people's opinions are. Obviously, we don't run like a real serious competition, um, but we do shoot for time. And I know that we haven't really done a lot of stuff that requires reloads, but I would like to um, just at a like on pistols just I guess to kind of more I don't know just in, increase the stress level you know just to kind of mm. add another element to our competitions how, and, how do we do that 
just by increase like including reloads basically it's just it's another movement you're gonna have to know how to do i guess like right I, I guess i don't know how to say that like it's just going to increase stress because it's an added motion you're not just shooting the targets you have to stop shooting and complete another task and then continue shooting right you know yeah so um we've like done to, we've only done a little we've only done a small amount of reloading um that's what i mean like that's why i think i'd like to include a little more of that but <coughs> um with that comes having something even if it's just your pocket i guess to to carry mags um but as far as like a competition war belt range belt setup goes what do you guys see as like what's a necessary thing that you think needs to be needs to be on your on your belt Obviously, we're going to look at like mag carriers, right? A good holster. What what other things would you would you think you need on a on a belt? It for for what? Just for like a day on the range. You're going to spend a day on the range. Nothing. <laughs> what else? What else would you need? There's I mean, you could carry a med pack or a tourniquet. Yeah, but. As long as those are on the range, yeah. There's a there's a lot of guys that that have like IFACs on their uh, on their their belts, um, yeah. which I keep mine in my range bag, you know, just up at the yeah. truck, so I don't feel a need for that. And frankly, I'm a I'm a more of a minimalistic guy on my my range belt, um, and really, I don't even have a range belt. I just have my concealed carry belt and that you know i put my mag carries on it and slide my holster into it and call it good upside um, down the time. Yeah. um so i'm a minimalistic guy but what else are you thinking like you only run mags and a holster what else are you thinking about putting on yours so the only thing i was the only other like things i was thinking about was i i've been meaning to do a lot more like low light shooting so, like, obviously, I have, like, a weapon-mounted light on, um, like, this AR pistol. Um, I'm waiting on the offset mount, but I bought, like, I bought a, a Streamlight uh, ProTac HL, HLX, or whatever it is. For this. Um, I'm looking at getting a Scout, a Surefire Scout M600 for one of my other guns. I've got like a couple of pistol lights and I, I just want to do a lot more low light shooting. Um, so I was thinking about like having a handheld flashlight um, with like, a you know, even if it's just like a little push in on pouch for it on there um, and just like a, a big dump pouch, just like, um, T-Rex Arms makes a good one. It's just, it rolls up and they have like a, it's almost like a bungee cord. So if you don't need it, you can just roll it up and it doesn't take up any space. It basically just sits on the outside of the belt. Um, but if you do need it, you can pull that bungee cord off and it just, it's like basically a, a four inch, like you can fit a Gator, like a 32 ounce Gatorade bottle in it. So it's kind of like an admin pouch. You can put a Gatorade in it. You can put your phone in it. You got a stage that, say, you need four rifle mags or something. You know, you can stuff a bunch of magazines in it. Shit like that. Um, so so when you mean when thing. you mean dump pouch, you just don't mean empty magazines. You mean a pouch okay. for dumps. Well, I just I yeah, took that. To mean, I took that to mean that's where your empty mags are going, but. No, no, it's just that you just dump a bunch of stuff in. It sounds to me, Johnson, like you just kind of want to get fully kitted out. Not really. I just, I want, I want somewhere to put shit. Cause like, I don't like having things in my pockets. 
So like having like a big pouch like that would be nice. And I'd, I'd like to have a flashlight because I want to do more nighttime shooting. Yeah, I could That's see that. That's the only thing I guess I would add to my belt, but. Yeah. Um, I, if there was other things I should that. probably buy a actual like range belt one of these days. I'm surprised you haven't yet. And a sling, like we've been yeah. telling you for six months. I don't, have, I don't have an attachment on my buttstock. There's one in the front of the gun. Remember yeah. we had a problem with that? You know there is ways to fix that. There's like, yeah, I, I'm some, just, like, like slots right here where the where the thing just goes. <laughs> the thing just goes. Turns <laughs> that I'm just really lazy and haven't researched it at all. Um, Viking but, Tactics V-Pack Sling padded. It's fifty bucks. They're awesome. I'll keep I'm, that in mind. Um, as far as shit, other shit on my belt, I could see why a guy would want more stuff. But the way that I guess when I go out to the range, the way I view it is, um more training for the real world and i know that obviously i'm not gonna have my freaking outside the waistband holster on the real world and shit um but that's kind of the way i see it as so i want to keep my shit extremely minimalistic you know what i mean yeah because i feel like um muscle memory you know if you're used to doing something so if you do you know i guess the way that you have your belt set up what? It does. Did you have a seizure? To me, it, to me, that's. Uh, I mean, like I understand, like wanting to train for real world stuff, but at that point, you you should really, use, if you want muscle memory for real world stuff, you're gonna have your concealed holster. There's a slot right here where the thing just goes. <laughs> uh, wait, wait, what are we talking about here? So that works for a lot of things, actually. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I'm gonna I, that that AR I use on our uh, on our range days. I think that one's gonna get uh, shoved into the gun safe, and I'm gonna build a different one. So it's just if you ever watch me try to like box when he grips his with the he goes way out. I can't do that because my arm's too long, so I'll be out past the end of the barrel, and it just makes me feel weird holding it the way I do. So I'm gonna probably build a little bit longer one. So. Yeah. Longer barrel, yeah. Because my my freaking arm goes out past the end of the barrel, so I can't I can't really grab it because my elbow's bent so far back that I just have to pretty much like grab it right behind the magazine, and it keeps fucking me up. Just grab my the other one. Just grab the end of the handguard, and you're good to go. Yeah, my lock box. I'd slip up and blow part of my hand off. <laughs> That's why I have my uh. I got a hand stop. Speaking of which, um, Jimmy's got some pretty badass hand stops. I'm seracoting them. Um, just very minimalistic things. That way, for that ex that same exact reason, when you're, how am I going to do this without looking gay? <laughs> when you slide your hand, when you slide your hand forward, it's just a, a that's all it is is a freaking stop right there. Um, and that's what I have on my pistol. Um, but he's got some some pretty badass ones too that I think I'm gonna buy and, and throw on my the rest of my AR. Makes some real, real nice minimal. Just it's just a knob with an M lock slot, you know, like an M lock tab on it. Right. Arisak, really good shit. So. Yeah, that's what I got. Just a just a M lock tab on my pistol, and that's all. It just all it is is a tiny little L. Um, so I got to get some more of those, but you know, anybody else? Uh, I kind of don't want you guys know. I like my rimfire pistols just cause they're fun and inexpensive to shoot. Uh, Volkortsen, I bought that Smith and Wesson victory. Just like I'd read a lot of good things about it. Volkortsen actually makes a whole line of like, new barrels, new grips, just everything for that thing. And you can basically, the only thing Smith & Wesson left on it would be like the receiver. And apparently it just turns them into tack drivers. So I, I think I'm going to start uh, buying parts for that thing and make it into one hell of a, hell of a little 22 pistol. I bet that's going to be cheap. It's not. 
Surely not. Yeah. Buy about two more of them for what it costs, but could you buy a Volquartz and uh, an entire gun for what it's going to cost to duke this thing out? Oh fuck no! What do they go <laughs> for? Have you looked at what their Volquartz and twenty twos cost? Nope, not a clue. <laughs> start oh, just like start at like twelve hundred and work your way up to like twenty two. <laughs> wow, they're proud of those things. Yes, yes, they are. I'm looking at the website right now. Some of these, some of these twenty-two pistols: Black Mamba, fourteen hundred dollars; Abu, fifteen hundred twelve dollars; Scorpion, thirteen hundred one dollars; Scorpion twenty-two WMR, eighteen hundred dollars. Wow! Marion Joseph. Yeah, they are proud of those. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, I phones up again, so I'll be leaving shortly. Uh, we're about done, so there is one last thing that I came across here. CMMG came out with this a new buffer tube. They call it the fastback receiver extension, and it's they've made it so it's it has kind of a ratcheting action to it, so you don't have to press a button to pull it back. You just slide it back and it kind of ratchets its way back. Uh, oh, that would be kind of handy. Yeah, it, sound, it sounds... Yeah, it, they call it a rip stock and a fastback receiver extension. I don't... It sounds cool, but really I don't understand the use of it. Why would you want that? Rips... Uh, in what case do you need that extra tenth of a second that it takes to release a button? Yeah. Well, I, I don't think it's necessarily like, uh, you know, they're not looking to really solve any specific problem. It's a gimmick. Solve problems that don't exist. Well, exactly. They're they're thinking problems so they can solve. Well. Yeah, I mean, but now that I think about it, it'd be kind of cool. I don't know. I don't need it. But then then again, there's a lot of shit that I don't need that I still buy. Yeah, you applaud innovation. We know. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, I, what is it? You just pull on it and it ratchets back? Yeah. That's all it yeah, is. But it doesn't. Instead of like pushing the button up. You just, just have to slide it. Pull on it. Which uh, I actually foresee that causing more problems than solving any problem at all. Yeah, I don't know if that's. Uh, I would. I want my stock to stay where I have it. I don't want it. Say, uh, I don't know. You're in a tight area or something, and it gets caught on something, and it gets pulled out, and then you're in a stuck in an awkward position with the gun with the stuck the stock extended at a position you don't want it to be. Yeah, but if you it, so if on the flip side of that, and I'm not disagreeing with you, because I I actually agree with you. But on the flip side of that, if you're coming around a corner, like the corner of a door or something, and the bot and the bottom of your stock gets stuck on that, like say it gets caught on the on the corner of the door frame. Well, with this, it kind of pulls back. You keep moving, maybe, versus with a with a stock with a button on it, all of a sudden you get stopped and you, you know, it stops your body motion versus maybe mm. letting the stock extend and come off of it. Yeah, it's but that's still like gonna, it's still going to stop. Right. But I'm just, I'm just trying to play devil's advocate here. I, I well, You're doing a bad job. <laughs> well, fuck you. I think this is, I think this is something that's geared towards um, weekend shooters and you know, there ain't no operators going to be using that, but they're just yeah. gearing towards like their. It's one of those things that sounds slick. And I admittedly, I was like, Ooh, that's pretty cool. When I first heard about it, then I thought about it for two minutes and I was like, eh, why? <laughs> yeah, what, what would I use that for? Yeah, I mean, it, you, you're right, Box. It does sound cool, um, but I don't, I don't know as if it's the best. And it's sixty dollars. 
for what you get the buffer does but, it come with a buffer tube or just it's just a stock that's what no, that's no, no, what no. that's that's what it is is a buffer tube so if you want the rip stock and the buffer and the buffer tube take a guess at the price so they have a full kit for the rip stock the buffer tube the spring and buffer 225 dollar kit boy i wouldn't be coughing up that oh, kind they of have their it. own stock for it too Oh yeah, that's that's no thank you. That's that's dumb. Yeah, there's no way in hell I'd be coughing up that amount of money for it. No way. Oh, not happening. Well, um, I forgot. Yeah, before what Johnston I said, I forgot I got this one. Hey, before we uh, box before you you t time us out here, times out, times out. Um. I am wearing one of the shirts, Freedom Over Fear. Um, I'm in the process of um, product testing right now. I've been wearing the same shirt all week long, um, not this one, um, and washing it every night. So I'm putting it through the cycles, making sure we got the the good, the best quality shirts, good quality vinyl to go on and everything, um, and making sure that it's going to hold up. Because I know our last one's like the, the shirt that Johnson is wearing right there. That shirt did not hold up or the shit. So if you bought that, I apologize. The um, shirt itself held up. The vinyl did not hold right. up. Right. Didn't, didn't hold up the best on it. Well, I've, so we've sub, since upgraded our systems. So um, we got a lot better quality uh, shirts uh, and vinyl on there. Made, we're using a Made in America shirts, 100% um, Made in America. So... Um, I'm in the process of building the website. That's getting close to done, and I'm getting awful excited about uh, about knocking off some of these, knocking out some of these shirts. So I do. I, I do. Been trying to work on that, Sam, and boy howdy, I must have the IQ of a two-year-old because <laughs> I tried to add one column <laughs> of photos. Like I tried to, so I you can obviously see that I uploaded a lot of the T-shirt artwork. Yeah. And I tried to, you know, you had, we had the rows of products. Yeah. I tried to add one. I, I bet I worked on that for 35 minutes the other day. Could not get another row of products added to the shop page. And I was like, well, I am just not meant to do this. <laughs> it's it actually, it was extremely confusing for me to start out. And I've built a website before. I built shyworks.com from scratch. Um, but I use a different, uh, different, system to build this basically so it was an extremely steep learning curve for me too dude so you're not just completely oh. moronic but one of these days when we're together i'll just show you because i figured out how it works i got a pretty good a pretty good uh idea on how it all goes together now it took me a long time yeah, um we'll have to we'll have to sit down and go through it because boy i tell you i yeah I tried and I tried and I was like, I'm gonna have this whole <laughs> website so tangled up. It was always just like close, discard, and exit. Don't save. Yeah, no. <laughs> Please don't <laughs> save it. Please don't save it. Um, but yeah, within within a month, um, I'm hoping a couple weeks. That's gonna be that's gonna be up and rocking. So we're gonna be be putting out shirts as soon as I get some American. It's hard to find American-made hats, but as soon as I find non-Chinese-made hats, yeah, probably that's the biggest thing. Um, we're gonna be we're gonna be rocking those as well, and I'm pretty excited about it. So, um, yeah, keep an eye out for that in the coming days. I'm I'm pretty stoked. Yep. All right. Well, Back to you, box. I think that's all we've got for tonight, folks. Uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for stopping in. If you're new here or if you're listening to us later at a later date, we do this every other Wednesday live on Facebook so we can chat with you guys. That's always a fun time. Uh, you can check us out on YouTube. We have quite a few ridiculous videos up there that we try to, we try to upload fairly regularly. Uh, we're on all of our all of our major podcast providers. Uh, be sure to check out Shyworks on Facebook and Instagram and myself. I uh, would really, really appreciate that if you'd check me, me out, my page, Ballistic Imagery on both Facebook and Instagram. That'd really help me out, uh, I think. And your your new website, ballisticimagery.com. Yes, also my new website. Check that out too. That would just be fantastic. And, uh, if you're watching on Facebook right now,
um, just head over to the ballistic imagery page. There's a new post up to, up there where you added or updated your website information, right? Yep. It'll yep. be easy to, easy to find if you head over to Ballistic Imagery on Facebook. Yeah, give me a follow. That would really help me out. I would appreciate it. I don't mean to plug myself. Huh. Could have worded that one different. <laughs> <laughs> oh, plug. Don't mean Literally. to plug myself. <laughs> Lie, I'll be doing that later. Don't mean to talk myself up. <laughs> I actually went and checked out the website today. It's really well put together. Box did an awesome job, like he always does. Um, if you're if you're interested in in the story of how ballistic imagery started and uh, kind of Box's journey to finding finding uh, his place at you know in doing photography and videography, uh, go to the website. Check out the About Me section. Um, he did a great job. You can check out his portfolio there. He, he did a really good job. He did a really good job on the website and uh, really describes him as a person and uh, kind of his kind of how he got to where he is um, in this photography and videography thing. He did a really good job there. So go check it out there. Well, yep. thank yep. you, Johnson. Yeah. Very kind words. All right. I, uh, that's all we have, folks. Sam, take her away. Yep, thanks for watching. Uh, Cliff says he's still waiting for the Salmon Box Jedi Challenge. Uh, maybe we'll do that next time. Uh, next time we're out at the range. But guys, thanks for watching. We appreciate it. Um, until we'll be back in two weeks. And until we talk to you next time, remember, life's short, live free. God bless, and God bless America. <laughs>